Hi, Merch Money. We are live with Nick Eden. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? Welcome. And sorry, guys, about the change of day. We, uh, we, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we've been so trying to get this going on. for a while. <laughs> so much going on. So we're like, you know what? Why not? Wednesday sounds great. Let's do, let's do a live. Sometimes I like to switch it up also because uh, everybody has different schedules. So if we always do it Monday night, sometimes people can't ca catch a live. So sometimes yeah. I like to switch the days so that everybody gets a chance to catch a live. Um, but anyway, if you're watching this, feel free to share it to uh, your group, your page. Um, we'd love to get some people on here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And uh, we're going to be talking about all kinds of things. So any questions you guys have, um, there's been so much news in the last week or two. So we want to catch up everybody on Redbubble, Teespring, Public, and then, of course, Clubhouse, which you guys have all heard me talk about multiple times. Um, that's my latest obsession. But we'll, we'll be talking about that as well. So lots of good stuff. Most definitely. I'm excited. It's, I feel like this is like... I don't know, maybe like two years ago when merch was just like really still kind of new to a lot of people and really exciting. I feel like the last year and a half or so things have calmed down a little bit. So I'm glad to see just the excitement around print on demand just kind of coming back. Absolutely. Yep. And I want to thank everybody in the chat. We got Brad here. We got Debbie. Um, <laughs> Brad's correcting me. He says spring, not teespring. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll get into that. Um, yep. There, there's always something going on. And, and to Nick's uh, point, um, uh, print on demand has kind of gone in waves of like interest. And um, I actually started Merch Money quite a bit after Nick Eden was already well into print on demand. So why don't we, uh, Nick has been on the show before, but just in case for anybody new who doesn't maybe know you, do you want to tell a little bit about your background and how you got into print on demand? Sure, sure. Uh, so uh, again, my name is Nick Eden. Uh, I am a tier 6,000 seller on uh, Merch by Amazon. I've also been, I've been selling. Uh, so it's kind of weird because I first started selling online in 2009, uh, but really taking it serious in 2015. Uh, and so um, I started off when I started taking it seriously. Uh, with Teespring, which is now known as Spring. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, and then also Redbubble. But uh, before I got back into print on demand and started selling the series, I came from the FBA and private label world. So uh, I've been kind of all over with it, you know, but I have a, because I'm a graphic designer by trade, um, I have a love for print on demand that, that probably more than any other form of e-commerce. And so uh, I have my 4554 podcast as well as another podcast called Morning Cup Merch. Um, and my YouTube channel that uh, you can get a little bit of content from both. So, uh, so yeah, I'm just here trying to help new sellers. I think there's enough people that are helping people out there 10x things. And, you know, I'm all about the person that's trying to get that first sale or that first tear up, you know, that first book sold, you know, that that's kind of my lane, because I feel like the more we help the newer people do things and do things right, you know, the less issues we have on the platforms and, you know, the Less likely they are to throw things away. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Well, I um, first of all, if you guys don't know Nick Eden, I put all the links to his um, YouTube channel, his TikTok, his clubhouse. Definitely follow him. He 
I've been following Nick for a long time. And, and when I was putting his YouTube channel in the description, I was like, are you kidding me? He doesn't have a thousand subscribers yet. Please guys subscribe. I know he has a super simple name. Nick Eden is so easy to remember. So it's like easy to type in. It's kind of like much money. We have that problem where it's so easy to remember that people just type it in instead of subscribing. Cause it's like so easy to remember. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Nick Eden's the same thing. It's so easy, but subscribe. It makes a difference and it makes it so you don't miss any videos. And he, he's been coming out with some really good videos. And one of those videos we're going to talk about today, which was about Redbubble and TeePublic and Teespring, all the changes. And then of course we'll talk about Clubhouse too, but yes. um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely subscribe to him. He has so much experience. I feel like you're one of the underrated people where it's like you should be so much, uh, you know, people should follow you so much more because you have so much to uh, so much experience and so much to help people with. I think I, I don't remember if I told you or I mentioned it on a video where you were. Uh, it was I didn't really, really get into print on demand until 2018 when I started Merge Money. I was at tier 2000. Um, I had been solely focused on FBA, but just kind of following all the print on demand people. So I was following you, following Joe Clay, following RJ and, and some other people, um, but mostly doing FBA. And you, at some point while I was mostly still doing FBA, you were talking about politics a lot because you're in a political right. uh, so I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I mean, now after Trump, everybody's like, how could you not think about politics? But back then it was like, it hadn't even crossed my mind to, to do politics yet in, in 2015. Um, so anyway, uh, so much to talk about, but oh, yeah. suffice to say, follow Nick everywhere. He's been around a long time. He knows so much about all the different platforms and e-commerce in general. So, um, so happy to have you here today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And I'm, I promise I'm going to I know one of the reasons that my channel has not grown the way that it probably should have is because my consistency, because I do work full time in politics. So uh, on those times where I get burned out, I'm just like, ah, I'm not doing anything. So but this year I was like, no, we're going to get back on it. We're going to get back on it hard. We're going to grow this channel. We're going to put out as much content as possible. I'm putting out like seven, eight videos a week now. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I, I am getting a lot more consistent with it. So I don't want to disappoint anybody that subscribes to me. <laughs> awesome. Well, where do you want to start? So much to talk about. Do you want to start with Clubhouse oh. or Redbubble or where do you want to start? Let's start with Redbubble. This has been okay. an interesting <laughs> few days with Redbubble. <laughs> yes. So, um, so, and I, I did a video about it this morning for uh, Morning Cup of Merch. Um, I'm pretty sure by now a few people may have known if, if it didn't affect them directly, it affected someone in PLD that they knew. Uh, Redbubble just went on this huge purge, right? And so you had the confusion about whether people were uh, suspended or their accounts had been completely closed. Um, people were trying to say, okay, let's take surveys. Let's see if it's coming from this particular area of the world. If it's this, and when they realized it was all over, everybody started panicking. Uh, and so last night, Redbubble actually put out a tweet and uh, just basically saying that we're aware of what happened. There's an issue. There was an era that uh, got a lot of people uh, suspended. So we're working to resolve the issue now. We thank everybody for their patience and we know you're frustrated. But um, that being said, from what I can tell, and I don't have any inside information on it. You know, I'm not that kind of Redbubble seller. Um, <laughs> but I do. I, I just know I have two Redbubble accounts and neither one of them are closed. 
Um, there seems to be a difference between the ones that are just that got the suspension email and those who are just straight up closed. Um, so I'm will I'm really interested to see what happens after they kind of clear this up and who still has an account. Because I do think when you think about just kind of the crackdown that Amazon has had on content lately, um, and even T Public to a certain extent, um, I think that, and I said this earlier, I think that this is going to be the year where people who are infringing or just kind of toting the line between right and wrong, I think yeah. this is the year that, think, that things really start to crack down. And so I hope you're right. I It's been long, long coming. There's so many people that just copy or... I don't know. I don't know how they're really going to catch everybody, though. I, I, I guess yeah, we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I mean, so I think about maybe two years ago, uh, Teespring, um, they developed a system because Teespring was probably the worst at it. Like there were so many copycats on Teespring, it was ridiculous. And I think silently, nobody's really acknowledged that Teespring has done a great job with purging a lot of those accounts. They came up with this proprietary software to see to you know kind of catch those P for P. I've even noticed because I was like, okay, yeah, it sounds great, y'all are gonna do that. But I it, it got to the point I knew there were certain shirts that the moment I put them on Teespring or merch, the copycats were going right up, and I've seen that decrease well over fifty percent. So oh, I'm good. wondering, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if it's a situation, and I don't think you'll ever truly eliminate copycats. I just thought this, you just can't. I saw one of my shirts on uh, AliExpress once. So yeah. you just, <laughs> so. yeah. So you're not going to just get rid of them completely, but being able to make a significant crackdown on them and getting rid of the bad actors. And, and, and let's be honest, I think if, if, if you have not blurred the line before, you've at least thought about it at some point where, especially it's those days where it's just like, oh my gosh, the sales are looking bad. Well, you know, that's not really infringing. You try to talk yourself out of it. Uh, and and unfortunately you have people that just go ahead and do it. And you have the other ones that's like, look, I'm in this for the long haul. I know that the temptation is there, but when you see these things happen and people start to really crack down, um, that's when it's like, okay, I'm glad I'm staying on the right side of this. Yes. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I hope that it gets better on all the platforms. Um, but I'm glad that you're seeing. Oh, hey, RJ, how's it going? Um, <laughs> What's going on, RJ? Talked to him earlier. Yeah, we had a, a welcome party on Clubhouse yesterday for him. So that was so fun. I'm so glad that you were able to come and queue. And I feel like we had everybody. We had Mike Gual on there. That was yeah, so fun right? to talk to him. I hadn't talked to him. Well, I never really talked to him. I'd seen yeah. interviews and things, but that was, oh my gosh, so fun. Yeah, there, there's, you know what? When you look over the years, I mean, if you think about from probably about 2016 to now, how many people have just kind of come and gone that like did really consistent yes. uh, content. And and I miss a lot, like the, the, the Jersey guys. I miss the Jersey yeah. guys, yeah. You know, that, like I didn't realize how nostalgic things were um, until we did Merch Talk last week for the first time in like a year and a half. And I was like, yeah. wow. I was I so happy this. to see you guys back. Yeah, I, I I missed everyone, and like we still communicate. You know, we have a a, a group chat on Facebook that we talk yeah. from time to time. But um, just kind of getting back together, and Joe was like, "Hey, let's do a show." We're like, that's yeah, why let's I tried to do the uh, Christmas party show and like mm -hmm. the two year anniversary show, like just anything to bring everybody together because it's true. Like people, I don't know, we all just get caught up in our own lives, and like you miss everybody. Yeah, so. yeah. 
you know, but, people have moved on and other, done other things, you know. There were times that I moved on and, you know, kind of make your way back. But I, I do think that in an effort to try to not turn and I'm going to get texts and emails about this, but in an effort to not turn the merch community completely into the reselling community, um, I think it's impeccable that people and it's important that people stick around to try to do content for new people coming into print on demand. Mm. I love the FBA community, don't get me wrong, but it's it can get so toxic at times. Yeah. And I left all of those groups and the other ones that I didn't leave, I muted because it was just so toxic. And yeah. for a while, merch got like that too. So it was just like, ah, no. Yeah. So I just don't yeah, want it to become that. It is hard. And, and just also just Facebook in general. So I think I kind of yeah. ran into that this year with 2020. Like I wasn't nearly as consistent as I was last year partly just because it was just so anytime you went online it's just so much like it was yeah. just so much political or just you know just so much going on you just didn't want to be online but anyway let's um so we talked about red bubble we'll probably have more to say i don't know but mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about clubhouse just because we kind of briefly touched on it right. and, and rj joined and everything um so i've done uh, quite a few posts in the last week or two about Clubhouse. So let's first explain what is it? What is what is Clubhouse? Right. So Clubhouse is it's an audio. It's a drop in audio social network. Um, so it was started uh, essentially by these venture capitalists who wanted to have a platform where they could speak something that was kind of off the grid and they can do. Sorry, I just have to show Travis's comment real quick. We miss <laughs> you in all those groups, Nick. Hey, Travis, uh, you... by the way, did an awesome live today in Clubhouse. So, Oh man, I had missed it. Like I, I, I was so into the channel today that I barely got on Clubhouse. I, I, I would have loved to go in there. But um, so these venture capitalists came together because they were trying to figure out things that they could actually invest in during the pandemic. And it turned out that this ended up being a thing that they could invest in. So they did rounds of, you know, investors. I know it really blew up when Kevin Hart um, got involved earlier in the summer uh, last year. And so yeah. it's an it, it is an invite only platform. So you have if someone has to be on Clubhouse. You have to have an iPhone or an iPad. And uh, once you get the invite from them, or you can just join the waiting list. Um, so, but it's a lot quicker when you get the invite. But it, to to me, what I what I love about it is it reminds me of because uh, you, you we've talked before about both having a, a sales background. Mm -hmm. um, it's to me as close as you can get to that old school traditional networking where you actually have to speak yeah. to people. You can't just DM somebody. You can't just leave a comment. You actually have to. You have something to contribute to. Whatever that discussion is, you have to get on the stage and actually speak. And to me, that just makes it all the more enticing for me because I like to talk to people. I mm -hmm. like to actually talk to people. And then I'm so bad about messages that I get. Like I've got like 23 message requests on Instagram I got to get back to. And I'm like, ah, just catch me in Clubhouse and ask me because it's just it's so much easier for me to just kind of do it in the moment. So that's why it's become my latest obsession, I guess you could say. And then that's how I met Q. Uh, Q was running the uh, Print on Demand Success Club in Clubhouse. And so um, I had already thought about, uh, I, technically, I have my own club there. I just haven't done anything with it because by that time, I was already doing regular rooms in the POD Success Club. Uh, so I do a regular uh, live research every Tuesday at 11 Central. Um, and we go through and we find low competition niche, niches that are selling. Uh, generally do like three evergreens, one trend, one holiday. And it's really because there are a lot of new people that are trying to get in there. And it's like, okay, to me, it's better to do the research in an audio way 
because they don't get to see the design. Again, trying mm -hmm. to eliminate. Yeah, Good point. Yeah, trying to eliminate the temptation, especially if you're a new seller. I can take, you know, a little bit more of a risk on something. You can take a little bit more of a risk on something. When I say risk, I mean, I can put up a shirt that might not sell and it's not going to take a bunch of spots. Right. You know, right. but for those people that are in the 10 tier, you know, the 25 tier and even in the right. 100 tier, they, there's a finite number until they can get those sales, which can sometimes take a long time. So yeah. I would rather, you know, OK, this is the area of what's selling and not so much you're looking at the design so you can say, oh, I can just do that. And I think if we keep it like that, that eliminates a lot of problems. <laughs> and uh, Oops, hold on. I meant to do. Um... Travis just did a comment. He says, I, it's a different kind of platform for sure. I was nervous the first time I raised my hand and asked a question and I love to talk. Yeah, yeah. I, I think one thing that I love about it is like there's um, it, just the people that it attracts, like they all uh, are just, I don't know, like they, they have such great things to say and great tips and like, it's just, I, I feel like it's positive people and like, I don't know, I just love it so far. Like, right. um, just everybody that you get talking on there, I guess. Okay. So we talked a little bit about what it is. Basically it's an audio um, platform. So everything is kind of like listening to a podcast, except that you can interact with everyone. So you can ask questions, you can uh, talk to everybody. Um, but you can only see what people are doing if you're following them. So you can't right. see just everything that's available. It's only like if you're following the people. So everybody has very different experiences on this platform because it really depends on who you're following. Mm -hmm. So some people, um, you know, they they don't like it because I guess just the people they're following, it's all like yeah. millionaire this, millionaire that, and it's all like, you know, marketing or something. And but see, that's the that was the <laughs> biggest thing for me because when I first, obviously when you first get on there, they give you all these people to follow and then, you know, depending on your interests as they've developed the app, you know, they have all this. And quite frankly, and, and this is no disrespect to anybody that's in those groups, uh, in those clubs and running those rooms. I'm not interested in the whole, let me get in this group about the, the 10X and the scale. And I say 10X a lot. And I know that that's like a, a you know, it's either a great term or it's a forbidden term, depending on who you're talking to in these yeah. <laughs> but I, I like I like to get to the root of it when I sit down and I'm doing the research like I, you know, and, and look, love Neil, no this to Neil or anything like that. I'm pulling up things like Google. I'm pulling up Pinterest. I'm seeing what people are interested in. I'm yeah. pulling up Amazon, just the site. You know, I'm seeing what people are interested in. And it's not just to say, OK, everything that you're going to do is going to sell through the roof. You know, I don't want uh, Scott Volker. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, uh, but Scott Volker said something years ago that really hit home with me. He's like, it's not about getting the home run every time. I'm trying to get the consistent base hits. So quite frankly, I don't really care that, you know, a, a, a dabbing dinosaur is riding a, a Tonka truck while shooting lasers and tacos uh, in the, in space. Yeah, that's not that's not what I'm looking for. And even when you look at some of the designs that I do in my design tutorials, I'm talking very simple, very basic designs. You know, these are things. One, there are a lot of things that I happen to find enjoyment with. There are things that I I would personally wear. So you know, for me, it's more about that because again, I think the long game. When you look at FBA, we're what 15 years in FBA now, almost. We're just five years into merch. 
just trying to do all of that stuff and just, oh, okay, what's that 12,000 BSR this week? That's cool and everything, but how many people now, after all these years, have accounts that are filled with these trends that were really hot in May of 2019? And now you've got like 30 spots that are taken up, but you're so far along. It's like, no, I would rather take that spot and have it with something that, you know what, if that one shirt only sells one time a month, that's fine. I just need 6,000 of those. And and to me, that's that's where it really breaks down. That's where you really play the long game when it comes into print on demand. So uh, and that, and those are the types of things that we talk about in Clubhouse. I, I know I kind of went off on a little tangent there. Yeah, that's okay. But but those are the types of things that we talk in, uh, about in Clubhouse because it's really easy to see the screenshots. It's really easy to see the videos where everybody's doing the income reports, and you see all these amazing numbers. And it's like, well, look, I'm just trying to sell this one shirt, or I'm just trying to get started. I can't even fathom doing you know ten thousand in royalty this month. Well, how do I get to that? Okay, let me start looking at maybe some black hat ways to get to it because I'm just trying to get to that number because it's so enticing. And that's mm-hmm. not real. I'm, I'm not looking at the money that uh, that I'm going to spend in 2021. I'm looking at the money I'm going to spend in 2031 and Good beyond. Yeah. I'm trying to build a catalog that is going to sell and, and, and continue to sell safely. And as yes. long as it continues to sell safely... I'll still have a platform or several platforms that can draw that money. And, and eventually I can get out of the divisive, toxic world of politics every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So much there. But um, yes, that's a very good point. You, This is uh, print on demand. It's the kind of thing where it's, uh, it's something that you build for the long term. You um, you keep getting royalties long after you've made the shirt. So it's, it's definitely something to take your time, do it the right way. Um, and it just grows over time. So, um, like, seriously, and I, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no. seriously, this, this is exactly what I mean. This is what I'm looking for. Um, the, the first shirt that I ever had sales on, on Merch by Amazon was a shirt about tater tots. <laughs> and, and, and seriously, it was a joke that I heard somebody say, one of the teachers at my mom's daycare center say, yeah. and I just was like, that would be a great shirt. So I made a shirt about tater tots. It sold in May of 2017. And I, I promise you that shirt still sells once every, say, three or four weeks and has been consistently doing so since 2017. Is that the case for all of my shirts? No. But to me, that's ideal. I want people buying my tater tot shirt 10 years down the line. It, it's, yeah. The the key wording is great. It, it's, it's not that great. It's not the greatest design on earth. But it's a quirky design that, you know, somebody is like, oh, I find that hilarious. And, yeah. and that's what I'm looking for out of print on demand. You know, yeah. I'm just looking for it like 20,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So what else? Um, did we cover everything with Clubhouse? <laughs> There's yeah, so much yeah, to yeah. today. I'm like, I don't even know. So yeah, definitely follow Nick Eden there if you want to just um, try it out. You you go live. What days do you go live again? You go live Tuesdays? So no. uh, Tuesdays at 11 Central um, in the Print On Demand Success Club. And then also on Sunday nights, uh, I do just a general POD Q&A. Um, okay. Q also does a design prompt on Monday mornings where we'll just pick a random topic and everybody just designs whether they're doing it with pen and paper over canva whatever the case may be 
And then, you know, just to kind of jog, because I, I, I said it in, the, in RJ's room last night, research and design is a, it's a muscle. You have to exercise it. And the more you exercise it, the better that you will get. You know, so we may all, you know, you and I can sit here and we can think of the word donuts and come up with 10 different designs each that neither one of us would ever think about doing because we just we build that muscle. And that's what you have to do in the in, in, when it comes to print on demand. That's the only way you get as close to original. There's not that many original goods ideas under sun. So as close to original as possible. Awesome. Sorry. I was muting okay. my mic. My, um, my husband and my stepson are <laughs> being very loud right now. I don't know if you can hear or not, but <laughs> I yeah, I can't hear anything. I got I have everybody like completely on, on, on pause right now. Everybody hush. Okay. Don't say a word. I apologize <laughs> if everybody can hear the background, but <laughs> no, 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 you're being hilarious. So it will be under, it's probably more entertaining than what we're talking about. So <laughs> right. Right. That's, <laughs> and that's the other reason I love clubhouse because you know, nobody in my regular life still after all these years, with the exception of my wife, really understands what it is that I do. Yeah. They're just like, so wait a minute, you take a picture of something and then somebody puts it in a printer and it goes on a shirt. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Facial <laughs> <laughs> expression everything is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So get yeah, on so, get on the like platform. 45 like, conversations. My husband's like, uh, is there somebody else someone wants to talk about print on demand? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, Clubhouse uh, is a great place to talk about print on demand. There you go. And all Absolutely. kinds of other topics. Anything you could be interested in. There's conversations about everything. Yeah. Um, RJ's asking, do you eat ketchup with your tater tots? <laughs> you, uh, you know what's so funny? I, I don't even eat tater tots. That's what's. <laughs> I think that's what makes so everything. Good. So what do you have against tater tots? I don't have anything against tater tots, but the only place that I would really eat them would be Sonic, and Sonic has the fries that I love. So, oh, okay. Like, I, I can't choose tater tots over fries. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> well, Plus there you go. The cold. <laughs> okay, so all right, we talked about Red Bull. We talked about Clubhouse. Should we talk about Spring? Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I am so excited about that. So, um, you know, I've been tagged, like, from the time I started doing content as the Teespring guy, uh, only because, like, it's it's where I started. It's where I, it's where I got the first check with a comma in it with print on demand. So, uh, so for me, as many issues as they've had in the past, um, I, I still kind of rock with the platform. Um, Teespring is very upfront about the fact that their organic traffic sucks. <laughs> yeah. Their mar their marketplace is terrible. It, I don't think it's ever been because they've always been designed to be a place where creators drive their own traffic. Mm -hmm. So they know that they understand that. And they've attempted to pivot in the past. You know, uh, if you remember those Facebook ads back in the day, uh, there literally you would not see, uh, a, a minute go by without seeing an ad for a t-shirt that, you know, like for me, I would always see one of the say things like team Eden. And I'm like, I didn't make this shirt. So somebody, you know, clearly I'm being targeted, you know, Facebook was kind of like their vehicle of choice. And then, and then as other people got in the space, they kind of tried to make that shift towards Instagram. And then let's be honest, when merch got into the space, merch took over as the king of print on demand. And so they just kind of really needed to find their identity. What I will say that I've always appreciated about them is they have been very interactive with their sellers. They actually used to run a, a private group on Facebook where you, as a Teespring seller, you can go in there, you have issues, anything. They actually had staff from Teespring on there that would talk to you. 
which is something you would never get on merch. Let's just be honest. If Amazon has a private group, they're not letting my ass in there. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, so what they ended up doing was uh, this year they have rebranded themselves as Spring, um, and and they're going back to the basics of it: create there, sell on social. So they really caught their stride when they started doing the merch show on YouTube channels. And so to even be to even qualify for the merch shelf, you have to have 10,000 subscribers and up, right? So they automatically got to people who had a following and a steady fan base and they allow them to sell their merch there. So uh, they just expanded on that and, and, and they're kind of doubling down on that and they're really getting into their integrations. So with the launch of spring, they're doing things like they're doing a TikTok integration, which I'm super excited about because I've started building content on TikTok. And since I'm doing design tutorials in there, I might as well sell the shirts that um, I'm designing there. Uh, but in addition to that, they're continuing to strengthen their relationship with Instagram. And um, I, I have to look into it because I'm not a Twitch person, but I know that they are selling or setting up to sell on Twitch the same way that they were uh, with YouTube. So to me, that's them saying, listen, we know what we're bad at. We know what we're good at. What we're good at, we're really good at. So we're going to rebrand and focus on that. But then they're also doing digital stores as well, uh, which they started before the rebranding. But uh, but to me, I've always loved their storefronts. Um, and so with them doing full on creator websites now, which kind of obviously they're not going to knock Shopify off of any spaces, but, uh, you know, trying to go for that crowd that is on things like Big Cartel, uh, uh, WooCommerce, Wix, Squarespace, places like that. And I think the advantage that they have is that they don't have to connect to a Printful or a Printify or a T-Launch and your credit card isn't getting charged every time somebody makes a sale. So if you're driving traffic, you know, to your store, it's going, it's the same way it would be with Redbubble and their margins are still phenomenal. So, uh, so I, I, I'm excited about it. Um, it's actually got me just like, okay, I, I'm, I have all of these different um, ideas now for things that I can do with Spring and I'm like really looking forward to seeing what they have coming up. Yeah, guys, if you didn't see his video, he uh, Nick posted it in Merch Money, um, but it was all about these updates. And I loved what you were talking about with uh, your TikTok channel. So you um, it doesn't spring links with TikTok, right? Right. They so, that, so they're taking uh, people on the wait list now. Obviously, okay. they have some, you know, pretty I'm positive they have some influencers that are already testing it out, but they are yeah. taking people on the wait list now. And so very simple, similar to how they did with Instagram, you can be able to sell directly from your TikTok channel. Yeah. Yep. While we're, while we're mentioning that, you should talk about your TikTok channel. I love it. <laughs> right. So, um, so my theme for 2021 is stay in my lane. And, and, and here's the thing. I, I am not the seller that, that Ken Real is or that, Hell, any of the Amy's are, or RJ, or anybody. <laughs> the like point, there's so many Amy's. There's so many Amy's, and they're all making a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but you know, for me, again, I have I have two main desires when it comes to print on demand. Uh, one is that I help new people get in and do this the right way, um, and and get those first couple of sales. Because I always say, if you can sell one design, you can sell ten. You can sell ten. You can sell a hundred, hundred thousand, and so on and so on. Yeah. So that's one. And then two, that even a person with no graphic design experience can in a drag and drop environment be able to still create. 
it's I'm not trying to take any business away from any of the VAs, any of the yeah. illustrators, anything like that. But um, if you're just starting out, which let's be honest, for a lot of people in print on demand, this is their first venture in the business ownership. And yeah. I, I have a strong belief that if you are going into business, that you should be able to at least be functional in all the areas of your business that you're going into. Mm-hmm. And so I know that I can, if nothing else, I can pick up my phone and I can do a design on the over app. Uh, I've tried the Canva app. I, I I know Canva's hot right now. Everybody loves Canva. I can't do it. I, it's, it's I like no. over better too. Yeah. I, I like Canva though. I do use Canva. Um, Canva's how I make the thumbnails. And I know that's okay. not a, a good endorsement for Canva because no, <laughs> I, I like don't really it. do anything with the thumbnails. I like but, the thumbnails. They're clean and consistent. Uh, but yeah, it, Canva has really good templates and super easy to use. Um, but for some reason, and again, it's probably just because I started with Over. So that's why I use Over for um, merch shirts. Oh, yeah. But yes, if anybody, because people have heard me talk about over and they keep wanting me to make a tutorial and I keep not doing it, but <laughs> look at Nick Eden's tutorial on over. Uh, yeah. He did a good one. I think Chris Green did a good one. So there's there's some tutorials out there about oh, how, yeah. to, how to use over for merch. Definitely. It's so, just so easy and it's always with you. So if you get an idea, right. like real quick, you can do it. Well, and the beautiful thing about it is they've now opened it up. So it's on Android as well. They have a desktop version of it. I'm not really a fan of the desktop version. I've never even um, tried it. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I had to have a drink afterwards because it was uh, <laughs> it, it, it was definitely a, an experience. But yeah. Um, so what, essentially what I've done is I, I sit there and I'm, I'm at this point, I'm doing about 80 percent of my designs on over. Uh, and. I just said, you know what? I'm doing these designs anyway. At this point, I'm cranking out like 50, 60 designs a week. Let me just record some of this. So I will record my screen, speed it up a little bit, add music to it. And then I um, I, I was starting off, I was doing it on YouTube for uh, the YouTube shorts. I was like, this will be a nice quick way to introduce people to little simple designs that you make because everything that I make is within over. So I have the pro mm-hmm. version. So I can mm-hmm. use the graphics and, and all the fonts for commercial use. Yeah. And then, um, uh, and I remember I was doing it for reels and I talked to RJ cause I put one video on TikTok, and then like a day and a half later had like 300 views. And he was like, yeah, man, just start filtering it through TikTok. Like yep. just kind of make that your thing, make that your lane. I'm like, okay, stay in my lane. So I started putting them on TikTok. So now I do, um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I do design tutorials that are just real shorts. And then last week, I did a longer video. Well, actually, it was this past Monday. I did a longer video where I did like three different designs and just really went in there so that people can see, okay, how do I do this? What are some yeah. of the tools that I can use so that they can pick up the Over uh, app and, you know, make designs? Awesome. Yeah, this 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 business is so easy to get started in. Like just watch Nick's video. You know, there's so many, um, Nick is great to follow. If you're, if you're getting started to learn how to do this stuff and then you can keep getting better and better. It's kind of like chess. That's how I feel like, like it's so easy to get started and make some money. And then you just keep getting better and better. Um, and then you can learn marketing and you can learn so many things to really, really grow, but over app, great way to start. Oh yeah, most definitely. And I think that's one of the other reasons that I wanted to kind of cultivate my channel in the direction that I have it going now, uh, mm-hmm. simply because there are so many distractions in print on demand right now that I'm like, 
I need to create a channel where we can just tunnel vision on the things that we're supposed to do. And that is design. Yep. Do proper research the right way, keyword the right way, and then make money the right way. And I think that if everybody just tunnel vision on that, then we could eliminate 70% of the distractions that we get in this business. And and I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, um, because somebody brought up something negative last week when we were doing merch talk. And, and I, I just, I'm not the person that's just like, let's ignore it. I'm like, let's confront it head on. Listen, yeah. there are people that do think, let, let's, let's, uh, so full disclaimer, uh, the opinions of Nick Eden are that of Nick Eden, Nick Eden alone. And real quick, Rob was talking <laughs> about how he, he liked that you guys started merch talk up again. Oh yeah. So. I'm going to talk about merch talk because we, we have a plan for merch talk and we haven't really talked to a lot of people about oh, it, good. but, um, but yeah. So with that disclaimer out there, uh, this is Nick Eden and Nick Eden only saying this. <laughs> There are people out there that do merch by Amazon and other print on demand platforms the wrong way. There are people out there that tote the line of what is right and what's wrong. And there are some there are some people who are just drawn in and talk the wrong way. At the end of the day, if everybody had their own business to mind, it would not affect anything else. If everybody concentrated on just doing their part and doing the right thing, I, like, I'm, like I caught a lot of this bad news last week, but to be honest, the reason that I just caught it was because I tunnel vision on everything. I watch the content, you know, I, I have my playlist set to where I'm watching your videos, I'm watching RJ's videos, I'm watching Juna's videos. But for the most part, I kind of stay in my lane and stay in my bubble. You know, for me, all that other stuff, that's that's high school stuff for me. Like, we're grown. I, I can't speak for anybody else. I'm 40. I, like, I, I'm, I'm, 40. I'm getting uncomfortably <laughs> close to that. Yeah. I'm 40, <laughs> I'm married, and I have children. Like, yeah. I, I, I hear enough about the drama at my oldest, da my oldest daughter's high school <laughs> to not be hearing about that. Because when I sit in front of this computer and I'm yeah. making content, I'm thinking about how I can make money and how I can make other people money and yeah. nothing else. So... That and again, this is just me talking. I'm not representing anybody else but myself. Y'all just focus on you and your journey. If everybody would concentrate on doing it the right way on their own, you have nothing else to worry about. This other stuff will weed itself out. Like I said, we'll see in just a, a, a maybe a week or two who's still around Red Bubble, who was a mistake, and who wasn't. And and you know what? If somebody did get their account snatched, okay. If it's not your account, don't worry about it. Just focus. Every time you think you want to look up something negative, upload a shirt. That, that's, oh that's my the, God. That's, Can that's we do it. Somebody who knows video editing, I'm like horrific with video editing, but somebody needs to clip that out. <laughs> Anytime you want to do something negative, make a shirt. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. The moment you think you're going to see something negative, you're going to read something negative, you're going to post something negative, just make a shirt, post it. And, and hopefully not a negative shirt. Hopefully <laughs> not who knows? Shirt. Maybe the negative shirt would sell too. Not anymore. Not the way they're cracking down. <laughs> good point. Yes. Keep it clean. Um, oh my gosh. So many good, so many good nuggets there. Yes. I wish, I wish everybody would, would think like that, but yeah. I, for the most part, I always say the vast majority of people in print on demand are, I love talking to, and they're very, they're very positive. There's just a few people that are, Anyway, it so yes, 
that's across the board. Any anywhere you go, there's going to be some negativity somewhere along the way. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm so glad that you guys are doing merch talk again. I love that group of people. Yeah. I love that show. Amazing. If you guys don't subscribe, that is uh, that's uh, on Texas Gal Yeah, Margaret's channel, Texas Gal Treasures. Um, so absolutely. Uh, so originally, um, so you know, at first I came on as a guest of Merch Talk. Merch Talk was actually started by Joe and Margaret. And then they brought in uh, Jeff, and then Chris came in, and then that was the last addition to it. Um, so, and we were doing the show every week. Um, but Wait, as, when was that? I'm trying to remember. Was that like 2017 or something? That was a while. That, so, Joe and Margaret started in late 2017, and 2018 okay. is when it really just kind of started going and it became okay. a weekly thing because it was kind of just like a spot thing that just happened from time to time. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we were doing it every week. And, you know, just to be completely transparent, we all had things going on. People had personal things, professional things. Yeah. You know, we wanted to try new ventures, but then everybody's like, well, what about Merch by Amazon? Well, I was like, well, you know, I want to try out a lot of the side hustle stuff. You know, I want to try out this. You know, I look, I love merch, but merch pays on a net 30. You know, I'm going to take a few days and I'm going to go and drive for Amazon Flex because they pay two days a week. So, you know, as we expanded our professional and personal interests, the show just kind of drifted a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and, you know, and, and to be completely honest, the negativity gets to people. At, at, at yeah, really yeah. And you have to take a break, like doing this content, this stuff, you know, this, this is not easy to do. Like yeah. <laughs> this is not easy to do because it's yeah. like on one hand, you want to make sure that you are doing everything possible to bring the best information as consistently as you can. And, but then you also have a life. Yeah. <laughs> right. You also have things happen like 2020. <laughs> yep. So uh, so for so for us, it was just a situation where it's like, okay, let's take a little break. Then we will come back and we do just kind of like a refresher show every now and then. Yeah. What we were doing while we were gone. So Joe hits us up um, last weekend and he's like, hey, what do you think about doing just a, a, a show? And we just do a show once a month. Perfect. Just to, just to kind of get ourselves going. So yeah. that's how we're doing it. So the last Wednesday of each month, we will be on Texas Scout Treasures doing merch talk um, okay. at 7 p.m. Central. And it'll be a time where everybody can just kind of come. Like uh, Jeff gave us a challenge uh, on last week's show that, you know, we all do. By the time we get back together, we do 30 pillows and just see how it goes. Because oh, I love that. That's, that's great. That's what we did. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what made the show to begin with. We're we're not gurus. We're just regular people talking about. Yeah. This you know, so for me, I think I identify more with the person that's like, Man, you know, I'm just I'm trying to get that tear up to to 8K. Or honestly, yep. I still identify with people that are just like, yo, I'm trying to get that tear up to 25. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't know what's going on. You don't know where this thing is headed. Yeah. You are shooting in the dark sometimes. You can do wonderful research. You can be great at research, and you can still completely miss something that's going over. You know, mm -hmm. or you can miss a platform that's starting to be on the rise. Like honestly. I didn't realize how hot Redbubble had gotten again until I just looked up one day and I'm like, yeah, everybody's talking about Redbubble again. Yeah, Redbubble really blew up. Like, there is, <laughs> it's, it's really doing well. Yeah. But I get it. I get it because a lot of people they have more products and, and mm -hmm. they just run well, then, I feel like. And then it's not, it's not, uh, it's not invite only. So that's mm -hmm. one of the things that I found in Clubhouse. One, there are so many people that just don't know about the concept of print on demand. 
And so mm-hmm. you have a lot of people that are still doing the old tried and true way of screen printing and the heat transfer mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. And so just in talking to them, they're like, yo, I really want to get into this. But, you know, at least merch isn't like it was when I first started. I waited six months before I got accepted. Um, you know, so now people I, are did, did I tell you about with me? Like I, I was no, doing no. FBA and um, I saw like immediately when merch came out, but it was geared towards uh, video games or like mm-hmm. gamers or I don't know. I just saw the email or saw the post and just completely ignored it like five seconds yeah. later. And then Chris Green started talking about it and the way he was explaining it. I'm like, oh, OK, I get it. That sounds good. So I was like, it was September. So it was right, like, we're so busy with Q4, mm-hmm. packing boxes, shipping stuff. So I'm in the middle of packing a box. He's like going on and on about it. I pause for a second, apply, immediately get in because there was no like time frame. Like you immediately wow. got in the first month that it was there. So I got in, went back to packing my box. And I was like, oh, I'll do it at some point. You've been Meanwhile, doing it that long? Like you got in so I got in literally September 2015, like as soon as it came out. And then I was still so new to just entrepreneurship in general. I didn't understand like, okay, you got to jump on things quickly. So I was just like, okay, I'm doing FBA. I'm just going to focus on that. That's all I did. I was like, eventually I'll learn how to do graphic design. Finally, Brianna started that uh, design company. I bought a couple designs from her and uploaded them. The next yep. month when I did that, that was uh, fall of 2016, I uploaded my first shirt. So a full year, the very yeah. next month, the very next month, had I not uploaded that shirt, everyone that had applied with me that hadn't uploaded a shirt got their account shut down. So I think wow. it was Steve Rakin and a few other people around that time, they all had their merch accounts shut down because I hadn't uploaded anything within a year. And I made it by like less than 30 days of uploading in time before my account got shut down. Wow. <laughs> and then all of Tuesday, so that was fall of 2016, all the rest of 2016 and 2017, I still never designed my own shirt. I, I would just periodically buy designs and upload them. Like that was it. And then by the time like 2017 ended, I was just realizing like, I don't know if I just want to keep flipping products. I feel like I should do either private label or print on demand or something where I own the products. Mm-hmm. And it's not just flipping stuff from Walmart and everywhere. Don't so, get me wrong, I still enjoy sourcing. I, I know a yeah. lot of people don't do that, but to me, it's like a treasure hunt. And there are a lot of thrift stores and places in my RJ area. says, you're pretty good at finding new things quickly now. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm great at it, but I, I still don't always take action. So I took action quickly on Clubhouse, but TikTok mm-hmm. is one where I didn't. I, technically, I did. Like, I made a couple videos, but then I was just like, this is not. Like, I just can't do it for some reason. <laughs> it's just not quite my thing. Um, I think I was looking at one of your uh, TikTok videos the other night. Um, I think you were at a conference. I can't remember um, specifically where. Yeah, but I was looking at it. I was like, "Yo, this was because I missed all the I, I, I missed all the conferences." And then in 2020, when I'm like, "Okay, well, things are changing," I'm hitting all the conferences this year. And then it was like, "No, you're not." So, I know. <laughs> I'm so sucks. happy that I went to so many in 2019. I went to at least three conferences, maybe four conferences, and then a ton of meetups. So I was like somewhere every single month. Um, and we were supposed to do the meetup together in Atlanta, and yes. I couldn't. I was, I was so upset. I was we like, still had it though. Me. We still had that Atlanta yeah. meetup. 
Um, so I got to meet some good people. I think Jill went to that and uh, I'm trying to remember who went. We had, it wasn't a huge meetup, but there was about, I don't know, a few people there, maybe. Well, I, I tell you what hurt my heart. Um, in 2019, I was sitting back and I was talking to my wife and I'm like, look, I've been wanting to do a merch conference. Like I really just been wanting to do just a, a merch by Amazon, a general POD conference, but a merch by Amazon conference. And I, I wanted to do it in New Orleans and I was going to call it Merchy Gras. Oh my God, I love it. And, and, and in my mind, I was like, okay, I really want to build. So this was 2019. And I'm like, I really want to build in 2020 and in 2021, we're going to do it. And then everything got shut down. Sometimes you just got to do things quick because I think about that with merch money too. Like I was definitely not ready. Like I was tier 2000, like not ready to start a group, but somebody asked me for my group. Like I was at a conference and they're like, Oh, can I have the name of your group? I want to join your group. And I'm like, what are they like? Why did they think I have a group? (laughs) (laughs) It was (laughs) was so funny. Like just, it kind of put the idea in my head. Like, why don't I have a group? And um, anyway, I just decided to start it. And like, I'm glad I did because it's like, you're never ready. Like imagine if I was starting it now, now tier 20,000 is like nothing. Like people are at 200,000 or what, like you're never going to be good enough. So it's like, might as well just start. Might as well just start. (laughs) And I don't know why I didn't take that same attitude because honestly, when I started the 4554 podcast, I was at tier 500. Yeah. Like I, I, I have no idea why I did not just go ahead and pull the trigger on it, um, but I won't let that happen again. <laughs> so yeah, you just gotta start, and you learn along the way, and um, just being able to talk to to people every week from the print on demand community, I learned so much. Like I wouldn't have been able to have those conversations if I hadn't had a channel for them to come on. Like it'd be harder to just call people up and be like, "Can I talk to you for an hour?" Like. <laughs> Right. It's easier to get an interview than to just take someone's time for an hour. So, um, yeah, and there's so, so much a great, great way to content learn. out there. Like yeah. it's it's so much great content that's still out there. I was looking, um, I was listening to some of the old Merch Minds podcasts, uh, oh, maybe yeah. about a week and a half ago. Yeah, and I was just like, man, it was just so much great content that even though print on demand has changed, it's still very relevant. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, I miss a lot of the old content. Like I, I, the morning drive, like, okay, honestly, and, and I kind of bit this idea from the Jersey guys, the, the, the merch morning drive that they used to do. That's oh, what inspired that. me. Yeah. That's what, that's what inspired me to do morning cup of merch because at that point I was driving to new Orleans every morning and I'm having these conversations in my head and something was just like, turn your phone on. And, and, and I was like, you know what? And I was like, what would Anthony and Kevin do? Oh my Just God, we got to tell them. <laughs> we got to tell them. And he said, I, I, we got to catch up with them. Um, Anthony yeah. was on the show at some point, but um, I'd love to hear how they're doing now. That'd be great. Yeah, I know they're doing the call center uh, deal. I'm wondering how, I, I hope that the pandemic didn't affect their business too much. Um, but I, yeah, it's been a long time since I've spoken with Anthony and uh, I should definitely like reach out to him because... I miss those guys. <laughs> I do too. Travis is saying, let's get together in Denver. He does a great conference there. The, uh, what's it called? The Rocky Mountain Seller Conference, Oh, Rocky I think? Mountain Reseller. Yeah. 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 Uh, I love it. I love Denver. Yeah. I love it, especially when it's not cold. I don't know how you Northerners do it. I grew up by the beach. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't do extreme cold at all. It's like 
62 degrees out here right now. <laughs> yeah. Virginia, I'm in Northern Virginia right now. And it's, uh, it's, I feel like Northern Virginia, we get both ends of the spectrum. We get really hot and really cold. So yeah. I feel like I'm kind of prepared for whatever <laughs> anybody else has. Um, but yeah, I'm about to be going to Missouri and that's going to be colder. Yeah, I was about to say that's going to be colder. I had on yeah. shorts Christmas Day, so uh, I, I, don't, nice. I don't. I can't. <laughs> I can't really. I'm on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. My house is five minutes from the beach, so it's like, ah, nice. sorry. <laughs> well, at can't some point, it. we'll have to have a meetup in Atlanta or or somewhere, wherever New Orleans, wherever, somewhere down there. Yeah, you know what? It's got to be New Orleans. Uh, oh wait, oh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, uh, RJ says he had talked to Anthony. Anthony okay. is my homie. I was speaking to him the other day. He's doing a lot of bets on MMA. You know what? That sounds that sounds like Anthony. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. That, he's that's... still doing the um oh my gosh, what's the word? Uh he has had a call center, right? Yeah. Is that what call, he was doing? Yeah, and he, he changed the the Merch Empire channel to call center BS. Oh, that's right. Then going... they never did that many videos on there, right? I know. I wish they had. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. Um, look it up now. We got to get him on Clubhouse. Uh, RJ, is he on Clubhouse? Then we could just all hang out and talk to him. That'd be so fun. Yeah, the last one he did, the last video they did was Valentine's Day last year. Oh, really? Maybe I missed some because I felt like it was longer ago than that. They had two videos in, um, they had two videos a year ago and everything else was two years um, more and then it just breaks into the merch stuff. RJ so, says he's going to get them on. Okay, perfect. Yes, let me know. Let's, let's do a, a clubhouse room with, with all of them. We have like a, a reunion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, that would be so fun. Yeah, I keep trying to get Joe to be a little bit more interactive on uh, Clubhouse. I'm like, dude, come on. Oh, like, I invited him. If you see who invited him, it says Helen Kinson. <laughs> yeah, I saw that he finally got on. I'm like, come on, dude. So I, I tried to invite RJ, and he kept turning me down, and then he finally found an old iPhone. And yeah. then I was asleep because it was like midnight, my time. And uh, so we got somebody else to invite him on. <laughs> But so uh, you know I'm gonna go through and watch all the old Merch Empire videos now. I know, right now that we brought it up <laughs> in preparation, in preparation for the uh, Jersey Guy Clubhouse reunion. Right. I try not to curse whenever I'm on video, but it's like you listen to Anthony and you can't help but do it. So it's just No, like, you ah. can't. It's like it's all right. Whoa, it's almost an hour. Sorry guys, this is flew by for me. Um, did we oh, cover yeah. everything? Clubhouse, um, Redbubble, Teespring, T Public. We didn't. Talk we didn't about cover T Public. Yeah. Okay. T Public. Um, so okay. So and this has come up before, uh, but it's recently come up. I'll say within the last two to three weeks, where people are saying that their stores are not searchable, their products are not searchable on T Public, um, and I have to. I, I, I'm going to take a screenshot and post it on Instagram, exactly where T Public essentially says. Hey, you can come and sell on our platform, but it doesn't guarantee that we're going to make you searchable. Uh, they have a very anybody who's ever been to the homepage of T Public, they have a very curated style uh, because they have a certain customer that they cater to, and it's you know I, I, the best way to describe it would be you know something along the lines of, of the type of stuff that Juna does, you know, uh, or or a t-shirt fellow. These are very very graphic based designs. Not saying text based can't you know, work there because I've sold text based there, but it, they have a, a style that their customer likes and that's what they cater to. You can actually email them and request to make your store searchable. However, 
there are a few things that you're going to have to do. You're going to have to optimize your store. So things like, and, and it sounds crazy to say this, but putting a profile picture on your storefront. There are so many stores that don't have them. Putting mm -hmm. a banner, making your, they give you this storefront for a reason. Yeah. So making it actually look like a professional store mm -hmm. and then driving a bit of your traffic. So you can do these things. I mean, it's like four or five things that they ask you to do in order to make your store um, searchable. And then they'll do it. What I will say about it is uh, I more often than for, more often than not have forgotten about TeePublic. And, mm -hmm. and that's not the fault of the platform. That's on me. And then every time I go there, like, uh, again, like, I have not loaded anything other than I woke up at like 3 a.m. last night and loaded like 20 designs. Um, but I had like, I got like $3.50 for January. So I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> you know, but it's possible. There are people that are selling and selling a lot. And I don't care what platform you're with, whether it's T Public, Society 6, Designed by Humans, Threadless, yeah. Spreadshirt, whatever the case may be. If you actually work that that platform you can make a lot of sales and I, I i get it it's easy to be distracted and want to put all of your concentration on merch by amazon i understand why um quite frankly what i make on a you know what i what it would take me like two maybe even three months to make on Redbubble, i make on amazon in a day so yeah. <laughs> i get it but i think that's also my fault because i've not cultivated my Redbubble store the way i should have because there are people who are absolutely crushing it on Redbubble. And mm -hmm. it's the same thing with TeePublic. So yeah. um, just put the time in, um, optimize your store, make sure your list, your listings are optimized. Don't have everything just be text-based, you I know, stretch other, it out a little bit. Sorry, the, I think the other part of it, um, the one of the reasons to be everywhere is just to keep a tab on it because you never know when all of a sudden it's gonna take off. Like Redbubble, I mean, Redbubble's always done fairly well, but then they kind of took off once they added face masks and they added all these other oh, um, yeah. great products. So if you hadn't already had a Redbubble store, you may have missed it. You know, like if you if you keep up with all these different platforms, you'll see which ones all of a sudden have a great product or all of a sudden have some kind of marketing campaign they did that brought in more people. So, um, yeah, I, and I think. Uh, it's two things to that because uh, quiet as it's kept, Zazzle is starting to kind of come back up in the I was going to say, I'm like, we should talk about Zazzle too. They, they yeah. have so many products. Yeah, I, I think that Redbubble in, Red, Redbubble in particular took advantage of the fact that Merch never put out face masks. Yeah. I, I think they, they, they caught that where it was. And I agree with what Ken was saying. I think that, yeah, and no disrespect. Yeah, no disrespect to anybody who has created automation software, but I think that scale, scale, scale mentality that works so well on Merch by Amazon, it yeah. has made other platforms suffer. Um, and, and it works in some instances, but I also think that you, it's, it's about being respectful because every platform has, a, has their own audience and they have their own way of doing things. So yeah. I think that if you tap into that and you're respectful of that, you can make a ton of money on any one of these platforms, but you actually have to respect what that platform is doing. Research that platform and don't just think I can take this one design with my dabbing fox that's holding hand sanitizer uh, <laughs> and a face mask on and I can put that on every platform. It's going to sell through the roof. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. And it shouldn't work like that. Like it, it, I, I, they have their own. 
because if everybody did what merch did and everything would be a merch knockoff i think it's wonderful that t public has its own type of audience red bubble its own type of audience etsy designed by human society six and so many others even rage on which is is on the phone primarily i would never buy a 70 dollar hoodie like they have on rage on but they have a customer base that will buy a 70 dollar hoodie mm -hmm. yep <laughs> like, yeah. So you know, there's so many good people on, that are watching right now and in the chat. I wish it was like Clubhouse where we could just bring everybody on as a speaker. Well, that well, <laughs> so that's we could talk thing. to everybody. Let's just get everybody invites. Like I, I like I, I want Ken real on Clubhouse so bad. Um, so I need Ken. I need are you Ken. on Clubhouse? Travis is on. RJ's on. Who else is on? Um. Ken saying, I think merch moves to a more more to a healthy, promoted fulfillment platform in the future. Oh, heavily, sorry. Heavily promoted fulfillment platform in the future. He's on Android. Uh, Ken, if there's anybody in this chat right now that can just pick up and go buy uh, an iPhone, it's you. Go I don't iPhone. remember who said it. Somebody was saying how you don't even need it connected to a phone plan. You just get any old iPhone off eBay and have it just on your Wi-Fi and it's fine. All right. All right. Get it night. Get it right. Can yeah, Neil, Neil Lassen was the same thing. He had the Android. RJ had the Android. Um, he says, sorry, fat thumbs. That's hilarious. Oh, Loretta wants an invite. <laughs> Loretta, don't let me forget. Um, maybe send me a message and... I just used up all mine, but I should get more in a couple of days. I could invite yeah. you. Clubhouse is not ready for Ken. <laughs> um, but you know what? Oh, well, Travis crazy. is saying after party. And that is what I want to do. Um, so I don't have any official set show on uh, Clubhouse yet. I just have been going live periodically or joining other people's. Um, but I'm thinking about doing them on Mondays after the Merge Money show. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with going live now too. Whatever you, uh. <laughs> I I, th I think that uh, uh, Ken, uh, I'm gonna find a way to get you on Clubhouse some way because I think, it, especially in the last two weeks, I probably talked about the uh, trademark Watchdog Group more than than I've done. I can attest to that. I've heard him. I've heard you talk about it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I I need you on there, buddy. I need you on there. So. <laughs> yep. RJ saying we did three hours yesterday. Yes. Travis was part of that. So Nick sorry. was part of that. I fell asleep on y'all. Like, <laughs> and, and what was so crazy? My phone cut off. So, like, I I was like, oh my gosh, thank God I had my mic off because I've had a friend of mine fall asleep in the clubhouse room and they started snoring. And so, I, I like, I fell asleep and I woke up at two thirty in the morning. And I was like, oh crap, what? Fernando <laughs> um, was on there and his phone ran out of batteries, but he was still talking. So he was like, oh, I just finished. He messaged me. He's like, I just finished my monologue. <laughs> Sorry, you guys didn't hear it. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was fun. RJ was like starving by the end. It was like right during his dinner. <laughs> right, right. I keep forgetting he's on Pacific time. Yeah. Like, Man, come on. <laughs> he was like, couldn't wait to eat after that. But yeah, it was fun. Um, so I think the biggest takeaway to take away from all of this is just like everybody just concentrate on doing you like do you do it the right way um, there's still a ton of money to be made in print on demand and I think things are expanding like as I'm switching focus morning cup of merch is definitely going to be more centered on the platforms like merch and Redbubble and T Public 
4554 podcast. I'm actually starting a new Shopify venture. So, and 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 I and everybody's like, "What do you mean, Nick? You're just starting a Shopify channel?" No, it's it's through a, it's through a program. It's an actual venture. So I'm going to be documenting the entire thing. But I cool. yeah, I what I really am looking for is I, I want by the end of this year somebody to be able to take all of the podcasts that I've done for the 4554 podcast and use it as kind of like a masterclass to start nice. this. But I'm trying to get into some bigger products. I'm trying to get, I, I eventually, I can tell you now, eventually what I want to have is I want to have my own fulfillment center. I'm talking, you know, I, I'm I'm already looking into 3D printers. I'm looking into wood engraving. Like I'm, wow. I'm trying to take this because there, I think that sometimes we, we don't really look past what we can see you know, are, in terms you, of like screenshots and stuff. Do you, um, are you friends with Travis? Travis is in the chat too. He he has his own um, fulfillment um, really? set up. He has an awesome, guys, if you are not following Travis, he has an awesome uh, podcast. Let me see if I can remember what it's called. I know it's just the letters P-O-D, but I don't remember what else. He just sent <laughs> me a cast. friend request. P-O-D cast. Um, he, yeah, we're friends now. Yeah, he does. Um, he's on Walmart, so he sells print-on-demand on Walmart, which is something that I've been wanting to learn about for a long time. And I've been pushing anyone who has a Walmart account to do print-on-demand with it. And I've been having trouble. Like most of the people that have Walmart accounts, they are doing, you know, private label or their own thing, and they haven't added. Here we go. It's called print-on-demand cast. Podcast. I am going to subscribe but to he, his. Writing. He talks all about. Um, uh, all, all kinds of things, but about printing your own t-shirts. Uh, he does his own fulfillment on Walmart. So he has print on demand on Walmart and then he does his own fulfillment so that it can be fast. So he doesn't have to mm -hmm. link it to Printful or anything else. Um, he's here we go. We've got six different, six different printing methods in house. Wow. And he does a lot of mugs and, um, he's, he's very knowledgeable about print on demand, but also about, um, Seller Central and, and selling on Amazon and selling on some of these other platforms. So he's a, we've had him on the show. My my setup that day was terrible. I was trying to record from a different <laughs> location. So I apologize, it's not a great video, but it, if you look up Merge Money and Travis, you'll find it. Um, yeah. It was, if you just listen to it, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I just subscribed to uh, POD Cast, so nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So so yeah, like I, and to me, that's what it's all about. I just want to have as much, put as much content out there, absor absorb as much good content out there, and then just like really bring this to the next level, you know, and, and hopefully be just in that position to where I mean I'm not okay. I'm sorry. Part of this program that I'm in has me with a one-on-one -on -one coach, which is funny because I've kind of had to humble myself a lot, which is great though in the long term. I got to stop saying hope; it will be. It's going to be huge. Uh, it's going to be huge. Like I'm, having I'm, a coach I'm, can be really great. It's uh, and I saw a good post on Facebook the other day. I forget who posted it, but it was something about like if you agree with your coach, then it's a paid friend. <laughs> like you should. It should be uncomfortable. It should be like where they're really pushing you to right. uh, better yourself. <laughs> right. I, I had a moment. Um, I, I, I can be. I, you know, I try to be as transparent as possible. Uh, I, I had a moment where in speaking with this person, um, you know, I just got, and he was like, yeah, you know, cause you're trying to build this, 
into a six and seven figure business. And, and I had an ego moment because I've had a marketing agency in the past. I've built at least two businesses to, to six figures. And yeah. I was like, I've already done it. He was like, well, you're not doing it now. So now, you <laughs> and I was like, oh God, you're right. <laughs> yep. It's just you're one right. of those things. <laughs> so yeah, it's, well, I'm so happy you're doing that and pushing yourself to expand because I think a lot of us get stuck at some point. Like I know for myself, like that happened in 2020 where it's just kind of like, okay, I've been doing merge. I've been doing, you know, you, you hit a, a year where you're like, okay, what's the next thing? Like this is, you know, you need to keep growing. And uh, I, what I'm doing to push through is just start training for a marathon. <laughs> I know it's nothing to do with print on demand. No, it's a but discipline thing. your mind like, okay. You know, if I'm the type of person that runs a marathon, maybe I'm the type of person that, you know, has a Shopify empire or whatever it is. Like, it kind of just makes you think bigger sometimes. So that's, that's what the, I'm doing. I think, the, I think if we took a survey right now in Merch Money and asked people how many folks in here have a business plan written down for their business, mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet that 90% don't. Yep. It's such an easy business to get into. The barrier of entry is so low that even people with business experience don't do it. We just kind of get on there and see what we can do. Mm-hmm. I've written business plans before and I never wrote a business plan for my print on demand. It's, yeah. it's the craziest thing to look up five, six years later and be like, you gotta be kidding me. I never actually came up with a plan for this. <laughs> I just kind of did it. Yeah, You have to treat this like a real business. It requires investment, whether it's investment of funds, investment of time, it requires goals, benchmarks that you set for yourselves. You know, it, I, I, I guarantee you 90% of the people will be like, no, nah, I don't have one. Yeah. And that, that includes me. So so now we just try to do so that. Here's to 2021. We're all going to you know, up our game. And who knows where we'll end up at the end of the year. We'll, we'll uh, learn a lot. But definitely I'm learning so much from Travis and everybody else here in the chat. Um, oh, yeah. I think we covered everything, right? We, you, I'm so happy you did that video and you've really been, uh, your content has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, so I'll, I'll say this much. I'll go ahead and make a plea for it now. Hey guys, please head over to Nick Eaton on YouTube and subscribe. Um, if you are, if you enjoy just watching content about quick designs, I'm doing that on YouTube as well as the 4554 podcast, Instagram and Nick Eaton on TikTok. I never make a plea for people to subscribe, but I'm asking, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Please. Yes. <laughs> Please subscribe. He needs to be over a thousand. We uh he's been doing this way too long. I don't understand how. Anyway, please subscribe to him. And while you're at it, subscribe to us too. Absolutely. And hit the bell for notifications. I love when merch money goes live. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for being here. We'll have to get Q on next time. Guys, yeah. if you don't follow Q, she has an amazing YouTube channel, um, and she's on Clubhouse too. Uh, yep, Cinquanta Cox Smith is on YouTube. She's uh, she does a great job. She does a lot of walkthrough videos too. So mm-hmm. um, I, I really appreciate. I to me, that's what Clubhouse is about. Like I met Q, and we just hit it off, and you know, we just been rocking together this whole time. She's the, a really genuine person. Yes. I've really enjoyed doing this club with her, and looking forward to what we can do in the future. Yep. Oh, look at everybody saying they subscribe to you. Awesome. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. All right. Well, thanks so much, Nick. And thank you, everyone. Um, if you have any requests for videos for the future, I uh, want to get back on track this year. I know I was a little 
little lazy last year with videos. So um, if there's anything you want to see, let me know. We'll, we'll try to get back on track with this. So, all right. Thanks, Nick. Thank you, all everyone. Right. We'll catch you next time. Night Bye, everybody. everybody.